Podcast Help Desk number 38 for January 26, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Mike, and welcome to the podcast help desk for today. Sorry, I'm a little behind this week, but uh, we're catching up quickly. I've got a little bit of podcasting news to start things out. Uh, lots of announcements this week, I guess, is the is the order of the day. Uh, it was announced that uh, Sarah Koenig, Sarah Koenig, there, I think that's how you pronounce it, from the podcast Serial, which uh, unless you're living under a rock, you've heard of. If you're in the podcasting world, Serial, of course, is... Uh, 12 episodes that uh, took over a year to make and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's been like the hottest thing on podcasting lately and it is pretty good i'm about halfway through it's uh, quite a long 12 episodes there but uh, it's interesting it's a real crime if you're interested but anyway back to the, the announcement sarah koenig is going to be the closing keynote speaker for Podcast Movement in Texas in uh, well, the end of July, first part of August. Uh, they're in Fort Worth, so uh, go check that out if you want to go to a, a good conference. I, I'm I'm told it's going to be very good, and I am more than likely going to be there. So uh, go check that out, podcastmovement.com. And let's see, another announcement from another conference, Dennis Miller and Emily Morse are going to host the Podcast Awards for 2015 at the NMX show in Vegas in April. And there's a whole big announcement there. i link to it in the show notes. Uh, of course, Dennis Miller from Saturday Night Live, and and uh, I think he did Monday Night Football uh, for a, a season or two, and uh, all that. Uh, you know him. He's also a podcaster. And Emily Morse. If you live in the West Coast, there you probably have heard of her. Uh, she did a does a show called Sex with Emily on terrestrial radio, and I believe she podcasts it also and does other podcasting endeavors. So those two are going to be doing the podcast awards. So that's that's pretty slick. Uh, having some big name people do that. Last year it was supposed to be uh, Dr. Drew. And he got snowed out somehow and uh, ended up being, uh, oh, geez, I can't remember the guy's name right off the top of my head. Uh, David, uh, I'll think of it. Anyway, he did, he, he was one of the uh, heroes on the TV show Heroes uh, from uh, NBC. Uh, I don't know, one of the people with the special abilities. He was the, the mental control guy, the puppet master. David Lawrence. There we go. Jeez, I knew it would come to me, and I didn't even have to hit pause. <laughs> Sorry for the babbling. 
But uh, anyway, he did. He ended up stepping in last year and did a really good job. I've been told I I wasn't there, but uh, I will be at the this one with Dennis Miller and Emily Morse. So I look forward to that. Got my plane tickets. Got my hotel reservations. We're ready to go, and uh, you'll be able to find me there at the Blueberry booth at the New Media, New Media Expo when I'm not out wandering the floor for. Uh, the uh, NAB convention, which is running the same time, but it should be there about half the time. So uh, if you if you do go to NMX, uh, stop by the Blueberry booth, and if I'm not there, uh, have one of them there to call me, and I'll uh, I'll come meet you. So let's see. Speaking of podcast awards, the nominations for the podcast awards are open for another uh, few days. Here they close on. Midnight of the 2nd of February, 2015. So get over there. You can only nominate once. So have all your nominations ready when you go over there. But nominations are open until the 2nd of February over at podcastawards.com. And the way that works, they take all the nominations or a good majority of the nominations and they send send it to uh, independent reviewers. And the reviewers uh, fill out a grading sheet, and then the top so many for each category get uh, put on the final slate, and then the final slate gets voted on by the uh, listeners. And uh, once voting starts, you can vote every day. Uh, Todd and uh, and Rob over at NewMediaShow.com interviewed. Uh, gosh, man, I'm terrible with names tonight. Uh, <laughs> I want to say Rick. Anyway, the guy that runs New Media Expo and the podcast awards, and they talked all about it at Nauseam. So go over and check that out at newmediashow.com. And last on my list of news-ish announcements was NPR announced their new podcast directory, and it is up and running. That's over at npr.org slash podcasts, and it's basically all the podcasts in the NPR family. It's not an open directory where... You know, we can put our podcast, but uh, hey, you know how it goes. That's that's what uh, that was all about. So let me see if I got any more news here. Uh, I'm I'm participating in an activity I'll explain to you later. (laughs) So on to the next thing. So I got a couple pieces of feedback here this uh, last week, and uh, I guess we'll start in with that. I had a comment from Lester, and I've known Lester online for quite a while, and said he just listened to the last show, and he wanted to make a comment about the controversy about the RSS button on a website. And he says, he says, yes, you need that button. Not all of us use iTunes, and I use RSS to subscribe. Without a button, it's hard to find your feed, and the podcasters that don't have it, I tend to move on to other podcasts just because they make it hard for me to subscribe to them. So that's uh, Lester's vote for for putting the RSS feed on your webpage. So uh, definitely, I I agree with you, Lester. Uh, It should be done. 
Hi, Mike. My name is Abner. I'm a mailman in Boston. I've been listening to your show for a few weeks now. Um, I first found out about your show through listening to Captain Jeff on the Airline Pilot Guy podcast. Um, he mentioned you. And at that time, I had just had dinner with him um, when he was in Boston. And I had mentioned I wanted to start up a uh, travel podcast here for people in the local area. So basically, I've caught up with every podcast you've made in about three weeks' time, you know, listening to an hour or two a day uh, of podcasts that'd be like two or three a day. And um, I just have a few questions. Maybe you've gone over this and maybe you haven't. I know you've talked about the microphones and what the different types of microphones do and you've talked about compressors and mixers, but I don't remember hearing you talking why you need a compressor, what it does, or a mixer. Is this a separate device, I'm assuming, uh, like an actual appliance connected to the computer? Also, can you have a mixer on your actual, let's say, computer, like an application that can be your mixer? Uh, if this is the case, or a compressor that can be a mix, I mean, a compressor that can be uh, uh, some type of app or software on your computer so that you don't have to actually buy any outside uh, devices to connect to your computer. So everything's inside your computer. You could take it with you everywhere. And I also like to thank you for uh, your your podcast. Um, I really didn't know anything about podcasting until I uh, started listening to your show. I always thought, you know how you say it a thousand times, but I always thought you uploaded your podcast directly to iTunes. So hopefully in the next few months, I'll be working on my uh, my podcast. I know I don't have the greatest voice, but uh, maybe the compressor and that mixer might help me out. And I just want to start slowly. It's not for uh, money. It's just to, you know, get information out there for people who are traveling in the local area. Um, how big can it be? Maybe a few hundred people will listen in weekly. Um, hopefully maybe half an hour to an hour of information. And, uh, yeah, just listening to your shows kind of got me thinking of how to do things, what I need to get started, something I really didn't know before. Well, thanks anyways, Mike, and you have a great day. And Abner, hopefully uh, you're not uh, buried hip deep in snow over there in Boston. Uh, the snow kind of missed us. But, uh, wow, your audio quality is awesome the way it is. You could podcast with whatever you just recorded that that uh, feedback with. It's it's totally uh, podcast-worthy. But uh, to answer your questions a little more directly, uh, you know, microphones, I tend to prefer dynamic microphones. In this case, I'm using a PR40, which is kind of expensive, but uh, <laughs> I like it. It looks pretty, but uh, you can get nearly as good results with a lot less money as I've gone through. If you haven't got to the show where I did the mic comparisons there, uh, check that one out. Uh, I wish I had the number right on top of my head, but I don't. What a mixer does is it takes several inputs and mixes them to one output. Or, you know, if you want to get fancy, you can have several outputs, but... For the sake of this discussion, the mixer takes several inputs and outputs it to one 
output. So in my case here, I use the mixer, you know, channel one is my microphone. Uh, channel five and six, and don't let that confuse you, but basically channel five is my uh, my soundboard, you know, like uh, you know, I've got uh, stuff I can play, you know, if I got, uh, let me I'll try to find something to play here. Ah, here we'll play this one. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. Find other fine podcasts at www.blubrry.com. That's Blueberry with no E's. Okay, and that was a little clip that I had on my soundboard, and I have my soundboard outputting to a another output device. <laughs> In this case, uh, I have a second sound card on the computer, and then the output of that goes into the uh, the input for channel 5 here. And then if I was to bring in a caller on Skype, I've got uh, another channel set up for Skype recording, you know, to bring in another uh, another person either via iPhone or or whatever, you know, I've got it set up to where I can use an iPhone or I can use Skype or I can use Google Hangouts or whatever and bring something in on another channel. Or in you know in the case of this mixer I have here, I've got four XLR mic inputs, so I could have four people sitting in here. Uh, you know, it'll be kind of crowded, but I, I could have four people sitting in here, and I could adjust their their mic levels for each of the four channels. Plus, I can adjust the mic levels of the soundboard and all that. Do I need it? No. Whatever you got there worked great. If you want to put music in, you can do it. Uh, you know, in post-editing, do it on a, on a program. We'll go more into that in depth later, but there isn't really a good software mixer application that would do what this hardware mixer does exactly. There are ways to do that manually and in programs. And we'll go into that. Like I said, I'll, I'll go, with, we'll do some episodes on Audacity, which is the free audio editing software that a lot of people use. And I'll do a couple of of uh, shows on that. The compressor is the same sort of thing. Uh, compression. Uh, I don't use compression, the hardware compressor. I've got the compressor and it's hooked in, but I use a portion of that called a gate. So when I am quiet, you don't hear any noise. That little quiet space there, you don't hear any noise. And I've got a, a furnace running in front of me. I'm up here in the north, too. And, uh, you know, I, of course, my podcast studio is uh, down here next to the furnace. <laughs> so while I'm talking, if you listen really close while I'm talking, you might hear a little background noise. But when I'm quiet, it goes away. You can also do that uh, effect in audio editing software, such as Audacity, or in my case, I use Audition. And same thing with compression. What compression does is it uh, kind of levels everything out, gives it a little bit of a boost. Uh, there's a lot more technical uh, definition of that, but for the most part, it just gives you a little more boom to your voice. I add compression after the fact, and I also level the uh, file so that it, uh, you know, some of the louder parts are quieter and some of the quieter parts are louder. But I still got to tell you, Abner, that whatever you recorded that feedback on is 100% good enough for podcasting. In fact, I'd say it was great. So I'd really like to know what you used. That uh, 
that was pretty darn good for uh, somebody that's uh, not a podcaster. But uh, we'll, we'll go into a little more of uh, equipment in the in future episodes and you know what do you actually need? Well, like I said, Abner and everybody else, wh- what you actually need to record a podcast is just what you just did. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. The, the the quality was good. There wasn't a ton of noise. Your voice sounds fine. Uh, nobody likes the sound of their own voice at first, so uh, <laughs> you do get used to it. But uh, anyway, so I would say uh, you're ready to start. Push the button and go. Uh, you know, and uh, get the website set up and get your feed going and get some hosting and do all that, and uh, you'll be golden. In this little section here, I want to talk about something that uh, a friend of mine, Dave Jackson, just talked about himself. In fact, he just coined this term. And it's not very often that a new piece of jargon gets uh, coined, but I think this one's going to take off. And it describes what's happening quite well. And uh, and it's not, it's not offensive if you don't think of it that way, but uh, the word is casturbation. <laughs> And he's got a definition. It's a verb. That's producing content with no real value to your audience. To record for the sake of hearing one's voice. To record for the sake of keeping up with a self-inflicted schedule. I've been guilty of that one. And it's also a verb that says participating in activity that provides no real value to your podcast. And what he means by the first part of that definition, and I know all about that, is, you know, you flip on the microphone and say, well, I don't really have any idea what I'm going to talk about today, but we're going to do a show anyway. Or you say, hey, this show is about podcasting, and I'm going to talk about snowstorms for 23 minutes, and then we're going to have 10 minutes of podcasting stuff. And, you know, you you guys wouldn't stick around if I did that. You know, a little bit of personal anecdotes and stuff uh, here and there, fine. Little jazz music is fine, you know that kind of stuff. That's that's not podcast related, but you know that's just the the way the show works. And you know, and I do wing it a lot, and I don't consider that casturbation. I just uh, I'm winging it, but I'm talking about the subject most of the time. And participating in activities that provide no real value to your podcast, and I think what he means is no real value to your podcast audience. Uh, because, you know, and I've heard this from several people, but Dave and, and uh, you know, those guys, uh, you know, all the podcast gurus all kind of say the same thing. You know, yeah, it's kind of cool to talk about the gear. It's kind of cool to, you know, try out new things. But, you know, th- those of us that podcast about podcasting, it's kind of our job. You know, we try out this mic or that mic or this mixer or that mixer or whatever. You know, as I was talking to Abner there, you know, what you got, it's, it, you know, if, if it sounds good, leave it alone. You know, unless you want to be a gearhead. And a, and a lot of podcasters tend to be gearheads, but a lot of podcasters just want to do the content and don't want to do all the fiddly bits. And, you know, but I know people and that podcast and they've got, you know, a, a drawer full of mics. I'm guilty. <laughs> and I've got... Uh, well, had a, a bunch of mixers. They got rid of a couple of them uh, in this contest, which is a good thing. But, 
you know, I didn't need to buy a new mixer. I didn't need to buy, you know, all these extra mics if I wasn't talking about podcasting because a new mixer isn't going to get you more listeners. New software isn't going to get you new listeners unless it vastly improves your sound. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, talking on a, a $9 stick microphone plugged into a laptop and your audio's buzzing and you're, you're not editing it at all and you're not uh, filtering, you know, anything, you know, if, if it's bad and you don't try to fix it, you know, if you got lousy audio, you know, yeah, you spend a little bit of money, learn to use the equipment and, you know, but once you get to a certain point, if all you want to do is the content, check that off the list. As Dave was saying, you know, you buy a microphone and it sounds good and it works good. Check it off the list. Don't, uh, you know, keep talking about, well, I should get this, I should get that. The other thing is, you know, analysis by paralysis. Uh, you know, people talk about, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to do, you know, I want to get this mixer and that mic and this and that and the other. And they talk about the gear and they talk about the gear and they talk about the gear and the setup and the software and the this and the that. And they never get around to producing any content. You know, the first step in podcasting is make content. At least that's the first step in, you know, wanting to podcast. You got to have something to say. If you sit there and, you know, oh, I just want to broadcast and you don't have anything particular to say, it might be entertaining, but it's not going to hold an audience. You know, some of it might be entertaining and some of it might not be. So uh, anyway, I love that term, casturbation, and it's probably going to uh, to bubble up to the uh, top of... Uh, of the list of podcasting jargon, or at least I hope so, because I'm going to steal it. I already did. <laughs> Sorry about that, Dave. And that brings us to the blueberry tip of the week. And this is going to kind of sound like a blueberry commercial, so why don't we just call it that? And it is sort of a blueberry commercial, but it's also a great tip. If you're uh, hosting on your own website, which you know I don't... Uh, think is the right way to go and many 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 other people think it sh shouldn't be that way but you know if you're on you know you got your own wordpress site and you're just putting your files into a folder on that site and doing it you know that'll work for a while but eventually you'll get kicked off of your web host or you know there's uh, all kinds of bad things that can happen because of that your website will slow down itunes might not like you anymore and all this stuff and you want to transfer to a web ho or to a media host, yeah, Blueberries is making it easier than ever. And like I said, it's not really a commercial. It's a tip too, but it's a commercial. So if you want to do uh, Blueberry hosting, use my promo code, NoBS, as you know. But they've added a new thing to PowerPress. If you've uh, updated to PowerPress 6, you'll notice... There's a new thing that says migration. You go to the dashboard and under PowerPress in the sidebar, it says migration. And it's a three-step process. Once you have your Blueberry account set up, you, uh, you know, first you request the migration. It'll You hit a button there. It'll uh, go in there. It'll find all the fi files that uh, it can migrate that you have linked into your WordPress site. And you pick the ones you want, although select them all, and then you can unselect some that you don't want to move if you don't want to move them all, but why not move them all anyway? And then uh, you got to wait, 
you know, for that, that's the step. Step two is just wait for it to finish. And once it's uh, finished, you click another button to update your uh, links on your website. You don't have to go in and, you know, change all the, you know, Libsyn.com slash whatever slash whatever file name. You just click a button and it'll switch it to Blueberry. <laughs> not not to pick on Libsyn, but, uh, you know, or your own website. You know, if you've got, you know, migratepodcast.com slash episode slash episode one dot mp3. Well, it'll switch that to your uh, new Blueberry URL automatically. Update all your posts and... Uh, it just works like a champ. I just did it over at MikeDell.com. I had files scattered from, as my grandmother used to say, from hell to breakfast. Had them all over the place. Had, you know, had them on hosting accounts and web host accounts and you know, test accounts at this one or that one or the other one. And I decided, you know what, let's get it all uh, moved over to Blueberry. Why not? It's free or it's included. Costs, you know, to host at Blueberry, but it doesn't cost to uh, migrate. That's the other beauty. You know, other uh, competitors of Blueberry, such as Libsyn, charge you so much a, a gigabyte or a megabyte, or I don't know how that works. They charge you to migrate from your uh, current host to them. At Blueberry, as long as it's not a, a ridiculously huge back catalog, and uh, I don't know how exactly they define ridiculously huge, but... Uh, Suffice it to say, if you got under 10 gigs or 5,000 episodes, and uh, I find it hard to believe anybody's got 5,000 episodes, uh, at least not us normal mortals, <laughs> and it probably doesn't come anywhere close to 10 gigabytes, so that's for free. And if you're going from a paid competitor of Blueberry, such as Libsyn, PodTrack, uh, uh, I don't know, there's a few others, uh, there is no limit, but like I said, chances are most people aren't going to bump up against that limit anyway. So as I said, if you want to uh, try out the hosting at Blueberry and do this uh, you know, three-step migration now included in PowerPress, just use my promo code NOBS, N-O-B-S, at checkout at Blueberry and you'll get the first month for free. It's uh, a pretty awesome deal. And that's going to do it for this week. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to support the show in other ways, of course, that Blueberry promo code that I keep talking about, that helps. Uh, also, over at podcasthelpdesk.com, I have to bring it up here, uh, down there on the uh, right-hand sidebar, there's a few... Uh, Places you can click if you're going to go to Amazon to buy something. Uh, come here first to podcasthelpdesk.com and click on the Amazon box, banner, whatever, towards the bottom of the uh, site there in the sidebar. And uh, just then just go over to Amazon and everything you buy, I'll get a little kickback of and it doesn't cost you any more. Of course, if you need web hosting... Not uh, podcast hosting, but web hosting for your WordPress domain, uh, your net, your website, uh, Bluehost. I've got a banner there. It says six ninety five a month, but when I clicked on that, it it said three ninety five a month. So they've got some sort of sale got going on over there at Bluehost. 
That's for uh, unlimited domains, unlimited space, and unlimited transfer. And like I said, don't use it for podcasting. It's not what it's for, and it won't work well. But uh, for your website, go check that out, or several websites. That's the beauty of Bluehost. I've got a Bluehost account, and... uh, Use it a lot. I got lots of domains. <laughs> so go check that out. And let's see, what else do I got here? Uh, let's see. Of course, there's some podcastclicks.com banner there. Some banners up there. So if you see anything pop up in there that you think's pretty cool, go check them out. Uh, that gives me credit to uh, have banners on other, piece, uh, other people's podcasting websites. Of course, uh, We're a part of the Tech Podcast Network over at techpodcast.com. And we're part of the Blueberry Network, if you didn't know that already. I make it kind of obvious, don't I? And uh, we're also part of Two Thumbs Up Media. It's another podcast directory done by uh, Steve Lee from uh, Netcast Studio. Pretty cool place to find some uh, pretty good podcasts. As if... uh, there isn't enough of those around already. Lots of good podcasts out there. Not enough time in the day to listen. So, again, thanks for uh, carving out a few minutes to listen to little old me. And I still can't believe Abner listened to my whole back catalog. And uh, pretty much uh, end to end to end to end to end. <laughs> I can't imagine the torture. <laughs> Catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.